Great. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Laura Canfield Show, the Awakened Happiness Now Global Series. Thank you so much for being here. And today, my good friend, Teresa V, is back with us. And today we're talking about where do we go from here? Right. So the angels, the archangels and Teresa and together, all of us, we're going to discuss what has been keeping us from being embodied and why it's time to change those things. We're going to talk about changing your outer circumstances by embracing more of yourself. How not being willing to feel has divorced us from our purpose and what to do about that. And why denying our humanness ensures we will incarnate here again and again. <laughs> And again, and again, I know, right? Um, and recognizing and receiving the messages our angels are giving us all the time, all the time. We're always receiving messages. So, you know, we're going to talk about that. And of course, we're going to be taking some live caller questions. If you do have a question for Teresa, you can raise your hand or you can type your question in the chat. And for those of you who don't know Teresa, she's been on our show many, many times. Oh my goodness. We absolutely love her, adore her. She's a, fa a fan favorite. She's one of my favorites. Um, she is an international speaker, spiritual teacher, a mentor, priestess, master of the healing arts, and angelic channel. And she works with people who feel that they should have attended Xavier's School for Gifted Youngsters before being sent out into the world. And she helps them to find the strength in their sensitivity and guides them in the use of these superpowers. Teresa is a visionary, a love warrior, and a fierce stand for peace who is widely regarded as a presence of unconditional love. And in her uniquely effective way, she has been helping people expedite their healing and ascension for over 15 years, calling us into our authenticity and full integrity. She empowers sensitives to stand in the power of who they truly are so that we can feel more alive, on purpose, and fulfilled. So I'm so excited that Teresa's here um, today. And like I said, we're going to talk about where do we go from here and so much more. So Teresa, welcome back to the show. So glad you're here. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. I love your community. I love you. I love the show. I'm, I'm very happy we're together again. And I know it's been a difficult time. We've all been going through a difficult time the past couple of months, right? And so I feel kind of like, uh, kind of like we're getting into this new energy where we can start to breathe again and actually start to feel more alive. I feel like the past couple of months, we've been like, just, I, you know, at, at, like, yeah. So now, you know, the question of where do we go from here is like, it's about us starting to live again, right? I'm hoping. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, so, so the angels have been talking about us entering a springtime collectively. We have been in a very extended period of winter time, you know, and and the the fact that we're all starting to feel like we can breathe again is is amazing. And breath has actually been the theme of the last year and a half, pretty much, right? We had a virus that was taking everyone's breath away. We had things happening in the media, and I can't breathe became something that people were saying to to commemorate someone's life as well as to spark some social change that is is needed in the whole world. And so this has been an ongoing thing. And so the fact that we're starting to feel the energy loosen up and us be able to expand into the breath again is, is just that in itself feels miraculous. It's like, you know, and the angels were saying yesterday on a, on a call that we had that while we're in this moment of spring, don't lose the little magical pieces that happen you know when in the springtime when you see the bud on a flower and you stop because it's so beautiful you know so that's number one and, and the other thing that they were saying is remember that spring is a time of birth and birth never happens 
without pain. Rebirth never happens without pain. Every birthing process involves pain in some respect. You know, the seed coming, breaking open and growing, that's not without pain. Giving birth to a child, not without pain. Um, and so they want us to see the bigger and broader perspective and not lose the tiny miracles that we're witnessing every single day, because that is where those moments of breath, that's where the moments of escape, that's where the moments of gratitude come in and they can change our energy really, really quickly. Yeah. Oh, we can't hear you. I yeah. can't hear you. And that's the thing. It's like, you know, we can start to begin to change our energy, you know, once we're aware of it, right? Yes. And, and that's the thing. So a lot of times we get so caught up in the drama and the trauma and the story, we're not able to recognize that that's what's happening. And, you know, it happens all the time. So there's no judgment there at all. Absolutely. But it's about how can we, you know, find that pause, that one second pause where it's like, oh, this is what's happening right now. And let me change it. Right. Yeah. I mean, regardless of what we're going through, right? We can be going through some of the most horrific experiences of our life when we can take that, that moment and get ourselves back to full presence, right? Fully here, every aspect of ourselves, we're having a thunderstorm in case you hear loud noises. Um, every aspect of ourselves right here and now, this is the moment and everything is okay in this moment. You know, so even if we just went through, like our family got rocked, we had a couple people die of COVID recently. And it's like, even in the midst of the depths of grief, if you can bring yourself to full presence, you're still grieving, you're still moving through, but everything is okay. You touch in with that magical power of flow where you know all is in divine order, even though you can't see it at this moment. And, and so this is where we've been. We've been in the place of having to trust, like having to trust. And now we're starting to see, okay, this is the spring. We're finally coming out of this long period of just knowing it's coming and it's actually here. So it's been really beautiful. And, and we need to remember that managing our own energy is, is key to how we experience the world. Absolutely. And, you know, that's one of the things I work with a lot is managing energy, being aware of your own energy, managing your energy, you know, that's a regular couple of times a day thing. It's not just once in a blue moon, I'm going to check in with my energy and see what's going on. It's an everyday thing, right? Grounding, connecting, clearing, etc., And, you know, being present with who you are, right. right? Getting out of your head, you know, stop thinking with that chatter mind, getting out of your emotions, but being present with your body. Because like you said, if we don't fully embody and and um accept our embodiment in this lifetime we're going to come back again and again and again <laughs> right yeah. and i know there are some of us who are like i'm done with that story i'm not i don't want to do that anymore right but at the same time we've been judging our humanness our human experience right i'm guilty you know like no judgment for anybody but i'm definitely guilty of that in the past you know mm -hmm. Right. So it's like I'm judging my human experience. I don't want to be here. I don't want to recognize the gift of embodiment that we have. And at the same time, I'm saying, I don't want to come back. Right. You know? <laughs> so, so this was me in the past. OK, I am not like that anymore. I, 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 I did become wise. Right. But but <laughs> but it's it's normal and it's natural. I totally get it. But we have to start to accept who we are, that we are here not just necessarily for a purpose, but that we are here and accept that 
and start to feel how that feels now. It's like, all right, I'm here. What do I want to do? How do I want to express myself? I am soul embodied. So what does my soul want to express? Right. And, and embodiment is the only way we can express, right? Because so many of us are, are big purpose people. We know that we're here to change things and we do, we're really comfortable working with the upper chakras. We're really comfortable in our mental body and in our spiritual body and making the changes there. But then when it comes to our emotional body, eh, a little too dense, gets to the physical body. No, thank you. <laughs> no, thank you. That involves me being too dense. I'm not comfortable there. That's how most of us as spiritually led people feel. But the thing is, if we spend our whole lives being like, I'm a star seed and I don't really belong here or, and, and this is not judging. We, we definitely, there are star seeds in this group. There are definitely star seed energies. It's I'm from the Pleiades. I don't belong here. Well, guess what? Regardless of where you're from, you signed on to be here now. And if you're not here now, you're not living what you signed up to do. So you have to keep coming back until you get to be here now. <laughs> So, you know, we can all check out and say, I'm not doing this again. You know, I even told a friend of mine to tattoo upside down on her torso, not doing that again. So she remembers when she gets back there because she keeps reincarnating here. So, but it's, we have to fully be here. We have to be in our lower chakras, be in our legs, feel that attachment down to the core of this beautiful earth mother that supports us, even though we abuse her, right? She supports us unconditionally, despite all of the abuse that she goes through. And it's so important to do that because without that bond, without that grounding, we can't actually live our purpose. That's when we move into, I'm doing all of the things and it's not catching on, or, you know, I put this out and, and nobody signed up for it, or, I, you know, whatever the story is, like I want a new job, but I can't seem to manifest one. And, and that's when those things start to hiccup is when we're not inhabiting the lower chakras, when we're not embodied in this experience. And this planet is so beautiful that every time, just, just so you know, every time we go back, we talk about how beautiful it is because we missed, we get to replay and we see all those moments we missed by worrying about something else. And then we say, okay, we're going to go back and we're going to appreciate all the beauty while we're there. And then we get back here and we spend all those moments worrying about other things. <laughs> Meanwhile, we're all worried there's a tree next to us and a flower next to us just radiating their beauty, saying, this is all we need you to do. We need you to radiate your beauty. That's what, you know, and, and we miss it because we're worrying. And when we're fully embodied, when we're in the moment, we don't have to worry, right? We may have desires or concerns, but we don't have to worry. Well, and, and it's not just even the worries, but sometimes we judge ourselves you know all the time i mean we judge ourselves all the time but especially about expressing ourselves radiating our light shining our light we judge ourselves before anybody else can <laughs> right we judge ourselves first and we stop ourselves and we don't do it and you know that was a coping mechanism at some point in our lives you know at some point when we were children we learned that shining our light too much was too much for other people and so we learn to take the temperature of the room and dim ourselves as necessary. And, and that voice, stop being too much, or, you know, this isn't the right time or place or children should be seen and not heard. Like we take those things with us. And what judgment is, the angels have just been showing this very recently. They've been showing this, this visual. What judgment is, is us taking our internal power, taking our energy, right? We're taking our energy from the inside where we need it to have our systems function bringing it outside of us 
and using it as a club to beat ourselves over the head, right? And so where would that energy serve better? It doesn't serve us outside of us. We need it inside. And, and this happens a lot. This happens a lot in vibrational shaming. You know, have, have you seen this thing where um, when we get sick, instead of saying, oh, okay, body, what do you need to get better? Do you need soup? Do you need tea? We go into, where did I go wrong in my practice? I didn't do something right. Where did I misstep? Oh my goodness. You know, I should be more like so-and-so. They never get sick or whatever the story is. We move into shaming ourselves vibrationally. And the same thing happens with other people. Like I saw there was a spiritual teacher who got COVID a couple of times in this past year. And there were all these comments on social media about how can this happen to you? You're supposed to be so vibrationally high. And, you know, um, so we do this, we forget about all of the other aspects of our soul. We forget about the big karmas. We forget about the soul lessons. We forget about that aspect of ourselves that said, we need to learn these things. We're going to do whatever it takes to learn those lessons. And instead we move into shaming ourselves for having an experience that will help us to learn the lesson. Beautiful. Wow. That's powerful. And we've all done it, right? We've all shamed ourselves. We've all judged ourselves. Oh, guilty. You know, yeah, exactly. We've all done it from time to time. You know, I try not to as much, but there are moments <laughs> when it happens and I was like, ah, but you know what? We're human. We are human and that's part of our humanness and we can't judge that. You know, that's, that's what we have to embrace and look at and accept and love ourselves and say, okay, this is what I, this is how I reacted. Usually it's a reaction this time. Maybe next time I won't react this way again right? Yeah. 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 It's hard. Um, you know, we, we have these beautiful bodies that function for us and they, they hold us together and they do all of the things that we need them to do. And sometimes, you know, if you have a car or a bicycle, you need to take the car or the bicycle in for maintenance, right? Yeah. The same thing happens to our bodies. We need to have moments where we maintain them and they will let us know, you know, when that rattle starts in the car, it's like that rattle shouldn't be there, you know, mm, and then you, you decide how far you're going to let it go before you address the issue. The same thing happens in our body. The rattle starts mm -hmm. in the mental body very often. And if we don't deal with it there, the rattle continues and it gets louder in the emotional body, right? And then if we don't deal with it there, it eventually is a thing in the yeah. physical body. And that's when it's the densest. And that's when it becomes the hardest to to address. And so, you know, this is where we need to start paying attention when we can embody the things like sometimes the mental, an example of mental body rattling is, you know, we move into a place where we're feeling a certain way about what someone said, like we're at a party, someone says something to us and we're feeling a certain way about it. Mm -hmm. And our mind starts going, I don't think that was right. And then starts wanting to check in with our emotional body. But instead of embodying the experience and saying, you know what, I'm really upset about this. Like, this doesn't feel good. I need to go take five. What we do is we, we move into, okay, I'm going, going to get back to center. I'm going to bring it to the light and transmute it. I understand their childhood trauma. So I'm not going to feel a certain way, but the rattling is still in the mental and emotional body. Cause we didn't work through how we actually are processing that we're not processing it. We're pushing it to the side and acting the way we think we should act instead of the way our system is telling us that we need to process. And so that's where we fall apart a lot is, is 
the mental body is not so bad for us. The, the emotional body is harder because yeah. we, we have a prescribed set of emotions that are acceptable as spiritual people and a prescribed set of emotions that are completely unacceptable. And when we dull ourselves from having those unacceptable feelings, whether it's anger or sadness or fear, whatever it is, we also then dull ourselves from feeling as much on the other end of the spectrum. So we can't get to the joy and the happiness and the love that we are striving to get to all the time because we can't dull ourselves on only one end of the spectrum. And we end up living in this mid-range. Yeah, and we come down. We don't, we don't feel, um, we don't have the full human experience. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, been there <laughs> yeah. for a while. Yeah. yeah, I totally get it. And that's the thing. It's like, it's not, you know, people always say, that feeling angry is bad, but anger, it's an energy, it's an emotion, it's an energy, and it doesn't have to last, right, but, and the thing is, like, looking at what is really making you angry, you know, it's like, what is it that's making you upset, right, it's like, looking at that, not looking at the anger, the outburst, the irritation, or the frustration, but what is really causing that, like, where, you know, where are you feeling wounded in that moment, right? Mm -hmm. Every emotion has, such beautiful information to to bring us and if we can sit with it if we can meet it at the table you know instead of taking it on if we can meet our emotions at a table and say i see you what are you here to show me then we can get to what's underneath it what the trigger was or what the cause was and we can learn about ourselves and when we do that we learn so much more about why we're even here we learn about our purpose. We learn about what it, we're passionate about, right? Because where, obviously if something's making us angry or something's triggering anger in our system, that's something we're passionate about mm -hmm. in some respect. And so what is that thing? And, and by denying some of our emotions, we lose information about ourselves. We lose information about why we're here and our purpose. And we end up feeling more confused because- we are not getting that information and we feel like, oh, I'm not sure why I'm here. I know something's shifting. I don't know what. And, and this, these are the clues. Yeah. And people always then ask the questions like, well, I'm not sure what's happening. I don't know if anything is happening. And, you know, it's like, where am I going? And they feel lost and, you know, um, unsure of themselves. Right. And then they start to doubt and they and they, you know, they tend to doubt who they are, what they've experienced, what they've accomplished even. And at, and at the same time, go into judgment of I'm not good enough. I'm not good enough. I'm not good enough. What's wrong with me? <clears throat> yeah. For a lot of us, it's, I, I don't know enough. Mm. You know, I don't, I don't know enough. That's another, another big one for us here. Um, but it's the what's, there's something in the what's wrong with me. You know, it's when we can really embody the truth that we were created perfectly suited to the work that we're here to do. We got on we got here on this planet perfectly suited to the work we're here to do. Everything we needed was packaged inside of us. And that doesn't mean we don't have things to learn and bring in and experience, but all of the everything we needed was right there. And certain things in our life will bring them out more or cause other things, you know, as as the energy shifts, we've seen we're living so many lifetimes in one lifetime. Mm -hmm. We've seen, okay, I've been a dentist, a lawyer, a doctor, and now I'm a channel, you know, like all of those things. We've seen that, that kind of thing happening. We're yeah. shifting like that. And so as archetypes step forward, some will step back, but they're all in there to start with. And, and it's, it's an amazing, amazing thing. And when we can really embrace that, 
because we're so used to focusing on what's wrong with me. Like there's, there's something not right from, from a lot of us indoctrination about original sin. There's something faulty with you because you're human and that's the ideology we take with us. And so we need to start returning to the divinely perfect nature that is ours by birthright. We need to start returning to the knowledge that our divine parents, they created, they ordained everything that's in us to embrace our mission here and to make us as well equipped as possible so we wouldn't feel lost. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's the thing is like, we, we have to change our perspective, right? To not to, not to what's missing, what's wrong with us instead. So it's like, oh my goodness, I like, I am amazing. I have everything within me to create the life I desire. What do I want to create? What yeah. lights me up? What brings me joy and passion? Like, what is that? Right. And then, you know, and then take the steps to start doing that. Right. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Be, being that, embodying that. Um, <clears throat> all right. So do you want to take some questions? I know, I mean, we have lots of people with their hands raised. Sure, sure. I'm just putting, you just said, I am amazing. I'm typing that in because it's so good. We should all use that as our mantra. I am amazing. And that's the thing is like, you know, I learn new things about myself all the time. Mm-hmm. One second, Linda, right? So like I just started baking, right? And the first first batch of baking I did, it was like, oh my God, crap. It was like, then, you know, of course I went to, oh my God, what's wrong with me? Why can't I bake? I can't even bake. Oh my God. And my husband made, made me get this big, huge, universal mixer it's like oh my god what am i gonna do with this now i can't even make and it's like okay calm down calm down do some research maybe there's something you need to change you know and it turns out like in you know so i was like okay let's go back let's take a step back some things did work and that's great some things that haven't worked yet it's okay but it's like then when i started you know doing stuff it's like oh this is actually really good it's like oh my goodness wow amazing it was like i can't believe i did that you know so it's like I'm capable of doing much more than I think I am if I can get my head out of the way and stop that first in, initial, you know, statement of, oh my God, what's wrong with me? Why can't I do this? Right? And then if I, if I get rid of that, it's like, okay, hold on, let's take a beat, right? And then start again. And so one thing is, one thing for sure is like, I don't give up. So if I have a bad recipe, like it doesn't work, I will do it again. And then next day I will do it again until I get it, you know, to something good. So, you know, I'm resilient, right? So <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm not a quitter. I'm going to keep on going until I get it right. And a lot of times, you know, it has to do with little tweaks, right? And so it's not necessarily there's anything wrong with us, but we may not know, like you said, some things. Like, I don't know that my oven is really hot, you know? And so that's why everything was like not working properly. So now it's like, all right, I'll turn it down a bit and see how that works. So playing, experimenting, right? And, and keeping going. Yeah, I mean, I learned within the last year that I'm really good at cutting hair. <laughs> like, who knew, right? You know, I've never done it before. And I've been cutting my own hair for a year and a half now. And I just went for my first professional cut. And I was so excited because I thought it was going to be like the thing. I thought my last haircut was like, ugh. And every haircut I gave myself was so much better than the one I received. So I was like, that's it. I'm cutting my own hair from now. <laughs> but you don't know. Yeah. You don't know until your back is against the wall, what you enjoy sometimes or what's inside of you. And so we have these experiences that put our backs up against the wall so we can call out something inside of us that we might not have known was there. And sometimes it's joyfully like baking or, or cutting hair. Mm-hmm. It wasn't so joyful, but you know, and other times it's like a real 
scary situation or yeah. a lost situation. Yeah. And that's how we figure out what's in there. Yeah, exactly. I'm a lot stronger than I sometimes think I am, you know? And that's the thing. We are a lot more capable than we think we are, yeah. right? We have so oh. much power within us that we can do anything and overcome anything. But it's not just about the overcoming. Like, you know, like, you know, with the whole experience with Robert, it was a lot, it was a lot, right? But at the same time, I was still taking the time to do these shows. I was still taking the time to go for a walk and, and see the beauty in nature. I was still taking time to play with Neo and have that joyful experience. So I was capable of having joy and peace amidst everything else that was going on. Yeah, we have to. Right? Yeah, so my back was against the wall for sure, but I couldn't just focus on that one thing. I had to you know, find balance, right? So mm -hmm. that's that's another thing too, finding the balance in your life. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, sorry, Linda, go ahead. <clears throat> Yours, okay, go ahead. Can't hear you. Oh, now we can, I think. Nope. Okay. Oh, yeah. Kind of yes, yes. kind of no. Nope. Nope. <laughs> it was there for a second. Yeah. Nope. Nope. Now? Yes. Yes. Nope. I'm not sure what's happening. Come back later, Linda, okay? I'm going to go to the next person and you come back when you figure out what's going on with your tablet or whatever. Okay, now you're back. Oh, good. Yay. Good. Don't, don't move. Don't touch anything. Hands up in the air. I won't breathe. Okay. <laughs> Just talk, talk louder, though, a little bit. Okay. Um, all right. Let me see if I can move this up. It is as up as high as it can go. Yeah. Can you yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Teresa, um, um, I need to know if I'm blocked in some um, chakra because... I haven't been able to um, channel lately my poetry. I'm sorry. Okay, so I should preface this. If you don't know me, the angels show me sometimes the funniest things. They work always in a field of joy. And so as you're asking, I need to know if I'm blocked in some chakra. Archangel Michael is showing me, well, how long did it just take your microphone to work? You're blocked in the throat chakra. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I love it. <laughs> I can't, I'm not hearing lately either. You know, yeah, that's not... also connected to your throat chakra. Oh, okay. Well, all right. What so, does he say? It's what interesting he say, because the throat chakra, a lot of times isn't, it doesn't only function on its own. It connects in with our other chakras. And so what they're showing me for you is that the connection between the throat and your personal power has been a little bit shaky. So there may be um, situations in your life where you're not speaking your truth or you're not feeling like you can because you're not strong enough. Um, and it feels like that's the blockage. It's, it's moving into, from the fear, moving into how can I? How can I speak my truth here in a way that it can be heard and understood? And that involves, oh, this is so beautiful. You're, you're such a beautiful soul, Linda. That involves 
staying in ourselves. Because what we do a lot of times when we need to speak our truth is we jump into the body or the eyes of the other person. And we look through their eyes so that we can figure out how what we're about to say is going to feel to them or affect them. And we lose our spark. We lose how we're feeling in the whole process. And so this is a call for you to stay in your own body, in your own space, stay with how you're feeling and what you need to express. So this is a growth point for you. Does that feel true? Yes, very, very much so. Thank you. Yeah. Good. Thank you, Linda. <laughs> love you both. Love you too. Aww, love you. All right, we're going to go to Patricia. Patricia, you want to unmute yourself? Oh, Patricia, you have no audio. Oh, you are connecting now. Okay, hold on. Oh. Patricia, you want to unmute yourself? Yeah, there you go. And the technical fun continues for all of us. And again, do it again, one more time, because you did it and then, yeah, talk. Nope. Nope. <laughs> Interesting. Okay. Patricia, it's not working. You're not unmuted yet. And I can't unmute you. So can I just jump in with something seemingly unrelated, but I love working with our physical body to enhance our energy and the smallest things do the biggest things. So I saw some comment over here about a neti pot with extra salt. And I don't know what that was in reference to or who we were talking to, but I wanted to just share very quickly about the neti pot. The neti pot is super effective. And if you have like sinus blockages or allergies or anything, what it does is it clears out all of these sinuses here like all of them here. But for a lot of us, you know, you've seen with all the COVID testing, these sinuses very often hold a lot of stuff. The neti pot never gets there. It only goes to these. So if you're somebody who has chronic sinus issues or allergies, you probably will want to clean these too. And the most effective way to do that is not so fun, but highly effective and absolutely changed my life. You take in the shower, you take a handful of water and you just suck it up through your nose as if you're in a pool or the ocean and you got water up your nose and it'll come up here. It'll clean everything and you'll just spit it all out. Not attractive, not a good look. If you're showering with a friend, I don't recommend, but it's so cleansing and so purifying. And it, for all of us, we're always trying to connect. It keeps this part of us so clear. And so I just wanted to add that since I know someone was talking about Nettie. <laughs> Good, awesome, thank you. Yeah, that's that's new for us, so yay. So um, I don't know if Bianca's here. Bianca, you might wanna try that. If not, I will tell her afterwards, but okay, good. All right, so Patricia, I'm gonna to have to move on to Dwayne. 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 Okay, can you hear Dwayne? Yeah, we can hear you. All right, hey everyone. Well, gosh, I have questions answered that I probably should have asked, so. My question, uh, first of all, in talking to you, Teresa, you know that uh, retreats are my intention, and I have my first one starting tomorrow, and I am so excited. I mean, y'all are just going to have to sit on me to get me to be still because I'm so excited, <laughs> and so much is coming in. It's like overwhelming, and so I guess my question is, you know that I believe that the our highest practice, spiritual practice, is play, and so this is a playground of the soul with a yoga retreat, my yoga friend. So um, 
just anything you might see. I just want people to learn how to play because we just are taught out of that, I think. And I think I'm very well prepared, but it's like, whew, am I really, you know? So I think I'm just going to go there and just play and just be me and pray that that's what I'm supposed to do. <laughs> well, you've already prayed that that's what you're supposed to do. So <laughs> now it's just following up on it. Um, so first of all, I just want to say, I can see all that swirling. So thank you for taking the time for being here. I really appreciate that. And it's, it's nice to have you here. Um, congratulations. This is so exciting. This is something yes. you've been working for and striving for. Um, the thing that feels important, anyone who works with play, myself included, be prepared for the resistance that comes when you try to get spiritual people to play, right? Because it's their natural state. It's all of our natural state, but we've become very serious over time, especially because we've been trying to hold so much energy for so long for so many big changes. So the thing that feels important for you is to just be with that when it shows up and not to lose your playfulness in any of that resistance that comes up. Instead, do what you would do for a two-year-old child, right? You would, if they were throwing some kind of fit or resisting, you would say, okay, go over there and do something. And then you'd probably take a little toy and go on the other side of the room and play with it. And they'd be watching you and, and really intrigued by what you're doing. And then they'd eventually come over and do it. So it's like, there are some people that are going to be able to embrace it. And then there are other people that are going to need to tiptoe in. So just be present with each person where they are. And by the end, you'll have them all doing cartwheels. Great. Thank you. And one of, just a curious question, because I've heard different uh, answers, you know, on different programs about vibration and levels and that joy is the highest vibration. And, and I guess what was shocking to me is that joy is, is I would have thought love would have been the highest wore my love shirt today so what uh what how is that well so love love is like the energy and fear and <laughs> like those are the two big energies every other thing comes as a subcategory currently in our human incarnation joy is the highest vibration that we can hold in this current human form now what gets us right into joy what gets our heart open in a second love, right? Look at a puppy or a kitten or a baby. Heart opens, you're in joy immediately. And so there you are. Love will bring us to that vibration. Well, that makes perfect sense. And I knew to be in here today with y'all that um, I wouldn't have any problem at all jumping into joy. So thank y'all. Love y'all. Appreciate yeah. you. Thank you thank so much, you. Joy. That was awesome. Um, all right, Patricia, I see you're unmuted. Go ahead. Maybe not. You're unmuted, but we can't hear you still. Nope. Oh my goodness. I know, right? So, um, but she did ask in, in the chat if she could get a reading or a message from the angels. Um, and I said, ask for something specific. We don't like to do general messages and readings, but okay. she's not able to get okay. the well, well, The right time will come. Yeah. So, so Patricia, if you want to write in the chat something specific, that'd be great. Okay. Oh, goodness. Technical stuff. All right, Destiny, I think. Nope. Oh, Dwayne, you're done. Destiny, you're next. Go ahead. Unmute yourself, please. If hey, you can. Am, can you hear me? Yeah. Can, yes. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. I'm so grateful that. Oh my gosh, I'm grateful. Um I am dealing with uh, well, I've been dealing with this for a long time. 
but I'm wondering, okay, I'm dealing with this ancestral attachment, but I'm wondering how this attachment is somehow connected to my ego, because I feel like they're both somehow interconnected and I'm hearing both of them and I'm feeling both of them. And it's almost like, <clears throat> well, I don't want to go too much into story, but I'm just wondering if you could kind of feel into what's why I'm experiencing this. <clears throat> like, what is the purpose? Because I've been asking every day, what is the purpose of this? Because I'm about ready to be done with it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, so the angels are showing, first of all, they want you to get to the place where you're not just about ready to be done with it, where you are done with it. And then just claim that that's number one. The, the other pieces I see the attack. Hmm. I see the attachment hooked into the, it looks like the second chakra, but there's also a piece of it down in the first. And it feels like it's connected to some <clears throat> teachings that no longer resonate for you about desires, <sighs> about sexuality or sexual trauma. And also there's some fear in there. So I thought I worked, I've been working on the sexual trauma and all of that. And like, I thought I was done with that. You might be done with it, but this, hang on. I'm just, I'm just tuning in because there's, because there's, they, um, they keep coming back. They keep attached. Okay. So I'll clear it out. And then they keep tapping into it somehow. So when you clear it out, this is important for all of us. When we clear out an energy from our system, we need to make sure that we are then filling our system with a different energy so that space is gone. And so when you do clear out this attachment, call on your angels for protection and also ask that there's two things to ask. Number one, that the, the area be filled with an energy that is of a higher vibration of a different vibration that will serve you more now and also ask i'm tuning in archangel gabriel and archangel ariel to be present with you and to rewire the pieces of your genetic coding that this because the sexual trauma is in your genetic line so you've done a lot of work on clearing it from you, but it comes down through the genetic line. And so it feels like those pieces can be rewired and then there won't be this energetic opening constantly for these kinds of thought forms and, and ideas and, and all of it to come back and, and take root. Does that make sense to you, Destiny? Yeah, because I'm getting the thought forms and I know that they're not mine, you know, like, yeah. No, and this is this is a big thing, and this is any energy we're clearing. So it's important to fill it with something else and then ask that on the genetic level it be taken care of also. Okay, so is it important for me to get some genetic work done? Because I've been clearing and clearing the same thing over and over, and I just don't feel like I'm getting anywhere. So they're showing me Archangel Ariel and Gabriel can do this with you. So maybe ask for this to be done while you're sleeping overnight. And, um, and you'll, you'll, so, and then if, if that doesn't feel like enough for you and you feel like you need to have an epigenetic session or something like that, then, yeah. then go do it. But it feels like they're willing to, to help you with it. Oh, that's great. Thank you so much for that. Yeah. I so appreciate that. Mm. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you, Destiny. Thank you, Alara. Mm. All right. So I just want to check the 
chat quickly. So yes, Patricia, could the angels tell me what is most beneficial for me to focus on to feel better physically? So interesting, because immediately, as soon as I read that question, immediately I saw like leafy green vegetables. So like, so it feels like freshness, bringing more freshness into your system, bringing more energy through foods that are deeply connected with mother earth. So as close to them being with the earth as possible, even, even if it's, if you're eating meat, like something that's as fresh as possible, it feels like that will start to change things from the inside. Your cells will have much more viable energy to begin with. And so they'll start changing how they're working together. So that feels like the starting point. And then what starts to happen is your clarity feels like it kicks in and then your body shows you what's next. Mm. Awesome. Thank you. Um, Angela was saying, and I, I don't know, Angela, if you actually had a question in there, but I'm assuming there was going to be one. Um, I got lost over the last three years and put aside what I enjoyed doing. I questioned my power and found I am sifting through what I knew and loved. The journey to find balance got lost along the way. It is, it is a struggle to find self, but in all this, I know I'm supported. You definitely are still on the journey. I wish it was otherwise. I was making great strides. Oh, okay. So one of the first things that I'm seeing is you're, you're, you are still making great strides. You are just making great strides in a different place. So you're not, you're not necessarily seeing them as such, right? Sometimes there are situations in our life that, that happen that sort of derail us a little bit, but we can see the effects of all of our growth in how we deal with those situations and how we show up for them. And then we move through that and then we get back on the path that we thought we were going on, or we choose to take a totally different path. And that feels like it's what's happened for you, that you, your soul needed a time to prove to itself that the things that you were doing really stuck. And so that you could see the effects of the changes you were making. And that's this time. So getting back in touch with what brings you joy is like number one, you know, play, playing with things like, oh, today I'm going to try this and, you know, try it, baking, <laughs> cutting your hair, you know, if it comes out bad, now you can go get a haircut someplace else, unless you're in parts of Canada. You know, it's, um, it's like, those are the things that will bring you back to yourself, but don't lose sight of the strides that you've made in light of what you're doing now. Yeah. Feels important. Um, Joy says, I'd love to know what's blocking me to hold a beautiful vision for my projects, my life and everything. I lose my focus easily. Hmm. Yeah. So for, for this, for a lot of us, losing our focus is a tremendous sign that we are not grounded. We're not as grounded as we could be. So that's number one. Um, number one, I would say you have a lot of excess air energy in your system right now, which happens when we are not grounded and also happens, not grounding happens as a result of excess air in our system. So other things that happen when we have excess air, we may have like joint pain or joint popping, or we may even um, have like trouble breathing or something like that, anxiety. So 
it feels really important for now for you to develop some way to ground efficiently. So one of the ways they're showing me is, is you like actually hugging a tree or being in nature, laying on the grass. Another way is if you just breathe into your first chakra. So the space like right between the ovaries. And then when you pay attention to that place, you drop a cord of grounding from your first chakra down into the core of Mother Earth, her most beautiful, most pure heart. And then what you do is you take that cord and you tug it on one end, make sure it's grounded into the earth, tug it on the other end, make sure it's grounded into your first chakra. And then you just start to release any excess energy from your system down into the earth. And for you, this feels like it will be enough. It feels like it will actually help you to let go of some of that excess air energy by returning it to the earth. And when we release things to the earth, a lot of us feel guilty because, you know, as light workers, as sensitives, we feel her pain sometimes, but she actually uses this as fertilizer almost. She uses it as energy that she can transmute to make something beautiful. And so that feels really important for you. So let us know if that, that sounds like it could work for you. Thank you. Um, and Odile is asking, hi ladies, can't seem to find or keep a job and would love help around that. Mm. What do you most desire to do? What would bring you joy? What kind of environment do you want to be working in? And by all of that, you don't have to know specifics about the environment, but how do you want to feel within the environment? How do you want to feel when you work every day? You know, that's important. What, what kind of income do you want? So really getting clear on those things will help you to start moving energy that is more cohesive because it feels like the fact of just needing a job or desiring one it's, it's causing you to pull in like little bits of energy and, and not really have an idea of how you want to feel. And so it comes and then your system is like, this isn't right. And, and so there's some sort of energetic mismatch and it doesn't stick. So get really clear on how you want to feel in your work and, um, and all the rest will follow. Awesome. Thank you. All right, we're gonna go back to uh melissa you want to unmute yourself and i will tell you all right now <laughs> we're not going to get to everybody <laughs> just saying okay well thank you for getting to me i feel very blessed and oh, i'm I very grateful melissa. no worries <laughs> what's your question I, um well okay first i just want to say what just bless your sweethearts because this call every single thing that you've talked about has been like it was like at the forefront of what's been churning in me and so especially the oh, you know like all of the self kind of stuff you know that that keeps us blocked and I guess what I want to know is I have you know, I never really had an awakening. I've just, I've been awake since I was a kid. And I just, all I've ever done is like help people. And that's all I've ever wanted to do. I can't 
you know, people will say to me like, well, you know, you got to have like degrees in this and that and the other thing. And, you know, I, it's like everything I wanted to be, I would, something would waylay me. Like I went to vet school and then it's like, cause all I wanted to do was heal animals. Okay. I'll be a veterinarian. And, you know, <clears throat> like big things would happen that would just waylay me. I went to chiropractic school, something way late. It's just all these things. And it's like the most powerful things that have happened have, have been just one-on-one, -on -one, you know, even total strangers and watching like miracles of healing happen with people. And, and that, I mean, the only thing that brings me joy in life really is when I can help another being. And yet I'm, you know, like I just keep questioning myself, why am I stuck in this, you know, survival and chaos? And, and then I doubt, okay, you're not here to help people. You just need to be doing something else. And then mm -hmm. I'll try and focus on something else. And I don't mean to go on with a story. I guess I just want some guidance because like right now I'm just like, I just wait, I'm kind of waiting for every day to pass so I can just get on the other side and be with my son with all that joy. And, and, you know, I know he's just rocking it and creating like he did more than he could when he was here in the physical. And I'm like, okay, I want to go do that. I'm, you know, things aren't, they're just not, I can't move forward and I don't know what's going on. And I just, I'm, I'm at that point of, I have, you know, been so diligent for decades on energy work and clearing and healing and, you know. So, so Melissa, let's see what uh, Teresa and the angels have to say. I'm sorry. Thank you. Don't be sorry. The first thing is, is very clearly you're not done here yet. So, so um, yeah, just get used to that because you're not done here yet. The, the other thing that they're showing me, you already know what you're here to do. You know what you love doing. You, but everybody else's voices are knocking you off of your own center. So you are a healer, but the problem is as a healer, a lot of times we don't have boundaries around our energy because we just want to feel everyone's energy. So we know who to heal or who, how to help every single person. And so what that does is it doesn't allow us to ever stand in our sovereignty and we get knocked over constantly by other people's opinions, the things other people tell us we should do or who we should be or how we need to approach things. So that's really important because they're also showing me a situation of somebody I know who had absolutely no qualifications, but he was a horse healer. He would just go when someone's horse was sick, he would go and be with the horse and the horse would get better. No qualifications, just something he knew how to do. And everyone in the entire country started bringing their horses to him so much so that he had to build this huge facility for like a hospital for the horses. And that's what he did. And now what's been happening, because naturally what started to happen is that people said, well, you're doing so well with horses. Can you heal me? And they started coming and he started being able to heal people. So now what he's doing is going to get his chiropractic degree so that he can legally help people. Cause there's, you know, different things when you're cracking people's bones, but what feels important here is for you. And the reason they're showing me this again, this story is for you to just embrace the natural gift that you have, right? Nobody questioned 
Mother Teresa about her, her healing ability. Nobody questioned, you know, the people who walked the earth. Nobody questioned Jesus, whether he went to college or not. You know, it's just, this is part of who you are and it's time to embrace it and forget what everybody else says. If you do need a qualification, you'll be guided to it. And that's really important. How does that feel, Melissa? That was very grounding. That was, yeah, like I feel very grounded into my body that because that's so natural and for me to keep doubting and looking and, and, and I guess the big thing too is that, you know, a huge awakening and when you were talking it came to me how I know one thing that I kept putting off this healing work was because of being told that I can't um, heal others till I'm completely healed myself. And this may be true for other people, but for me, it's not because as I heal other people, I am healing myself. And if I waited till I was completely healed, my life would be over because I'll be doing that infinity. I mean, I'll always, that's the whole purpose of life is, is evolving. It's growing and healing and it doesn't stop when we leave here. So Anyway, I'm sorry, that was just my little thing. But what you said was beautiful. Can I ask the angels one more question? I just would like to know, do I need a comrade or do I need a partner to begin again to do what I want to do? Can I do this alone or do I need to partner with someone? So your angels are saying if a partner would bring you joy, than a partner. You don't need, you came in fully equipped to do what you're here to do. Remember, anything else would just have to be a bonus. So if a partner is a bonus for you, then go for it. If you feel like I want to remain with myself and just do this on my own, then that's fine. That's fine too. But it's, it's all about your joy and what would help you the most. Oh, that was beautiful. All right. So that's, I kept thinking maybe that's what was stopping me is that I needed to connect with another to move forward. So that, thank you. Thank you. I mm, Tears of absolute joy and gratitude. Thank you mm. so much. Oh, Wonderful. Thank you, you, Melissa. Just keep, keep, you know, start doing whatever brings you joy. Okay. Yes. Thank you. Just Bless do. you. Yeah. Thank I you. I just love you, Alara. I love you. I love you. Thank you, you, thank you Melissa. I love you too. I love you. Thank you for this call. You're welcome. Thank you. Um, and you know what? I just want to comment really quickly on what Melissa said, or what she was told. You have to heal yourself first before you can heal others. That is absolutely not true. If I like, you know, <laughs> am I fully healed? No, but I, I am a talented healer that you know mm. work on other people. And it's great, right? But I don't, if I was waiting to be healed first before I did anything, I would not be able to serve. You know, like, like I'm here to serve, right? I'm here to serve. I'm here to be of service. And, and I'm here to do what brings me joy. And part of that is like these shows and, and healing calls and blah, blah, blah. Right. But so, no, don't think that you have to wait for anything. That waiting is gone now. Like, there's no more waiting. It's like it's time to show up and do you, right? Be you. Yeah. And if any of us waited to heal other people till we were fully healed, there would be no healers out there at all because we wouldn't be reincarnating to any specific place if we were fully healed. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So please do not listen to that. If somebody is still talking to you about that, it's not, it's not valid at all. 
Okay, Jody, you want to unmute yourself? Jody, yes, no, one, two, three. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, one, two, three, there go. There I am. There. Got it. There you <laughs> are. I had a hard time getting the unmute button to work. <laughs> Why? Thank you for taking my call, Teresa. Thank you for being here. I have a question about um, attracting a boyfriend. It's been eight years since I had a boyfriend, and I'm very lonely. And I don't understand why I'm not meeting anybody. Hmm. I don't. So what I'm seeing is you are a whole lot of fun. So I, anybody would be super lucky if you were interested in them. So what I'm seeing from your angels is that you've been evolving and growing so much and that what you used to want in a partnership is not necessarily what you want now so your angels are waiting for your updated list of demands <laughs> um for what you would want you know what are the things that would bring you so much joy in a partnership you know mm -hmm. how do you want to feel how do you want to be treated how do you want your your experience of going out together to be, you know, like all of those things, they want you to get really in touch with how you want to feel here and then let them be involved in the process. Mm -hmm. In this though, Jody, it also feels important to look at the things that in the past have not been tolerable to you or that are not tolerable to you now, not to focus on them and manifest them in this relationship, but with the purposes of giving yourself vocabulary that flips that into what you actually do want. So, you know, if, if having somebody with a rigid mentality is not something that you can stand, so then what does that say? That means I want somebody who's completely open and who is, is excited about trying new things, you know? So you're using your list of no way to, to come up with more of the yes, please. Does that make okay. sense? Yes, yes. I will work on a list of the things that I desire to have in a mate. <laughs> Beautiful. I also see, I don't know if you have an altar in your home or some place where you have things that are like sacred or special to you, yes. crystals or statues. I see, do you have like a special statue that you love the most? I, I have a vase. Okay. That I keep fresh flowers in. Put it under the vase. Okay. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you so much for that. Good. And let us know, Jody, how it goes. Okay, I will. Thank you so much. Yeah, we want to come to the wedding. <laughs> right on. We'll have a great time, I guarantee you. <laughs> awesome. Um, all right, so there's a question from uh, Madalena. Uh, I would like to be an animal communicator because in my free time, I'm a dog rescuer, but it seems that I never find time to study the materials I have or to practice. I would like to know if there's any message for me from my guides regarding this. Yeah, they're, they're saying you're already an animal communicator. You already speak with them, understand them. So lean into what you're already doing and let your gift show you how it wants to open even more. That's the most important thing. If you do get to materials or something like that, great. It'll just enhance what you know, but that's actually that might actually take you out of your innate ability. It might bring you to the mind when your innate ability rests here. So 
So they just really want you to lean into what you're already doing and let this unfold and open in the exact right way. Sounds good. Uh, Deborah says, I have been working on creating an online biz and I've created courses, but still struggling to make the sales. Can you provide some direction or assistance? I think I know which Deborah this is. Um, okay. One of the things that happens for sensitives is that we are super sensitive to energy. So if anyone is going to sell us something, we feel it coming from 10 miles away, right? And we start to get that icky, oh my gosh, they're not being genuine kind of feeling. So when it's time for us to talk about what we've created, we always think people are going to have that same reaction to us and what we're sharing with the world. What's true though, is what you've created very often, if you are a sensitive, is actually the answer to someone else's prayers. And by not sharing it with them and not telling them it exists, what ends up happening is their prayers go unanswered, right? So one of the things that we are not supposed to be doing now is holding our gifts inside of us because this is the time the world needs them the most. One of the things that is really hard for sensitives to understand is that people need to see something at least 10 times before it sinks in. We have um, attention issues because of all the technology, because we have so much overwhelm in our inbox or whatever. So people need to see something. You need to send it to them 10 times before they'll probably see it. And what happens with us is we send it once, we feel like we're being an imposition right? Or we share about it once we feel like we're being in a position and we're like, okay, we're done. Now we're just going to wait, you know? And so the angels can bring the people to us. Our divine team can bring the people to us. The magnetic starts working, but we have to continuously be willing to put it out. And it feels like that's the next growth step for you. You've got all of the creation parts down. It's about putting yourself out there, putting it out there, standing behind it, knowing that it's an invitation and not a sale and that you're inviting people into the answer to their prayers. Yeah. And it's about getting eyeballs on whatever your offer is. You know, you it's a numbers game and the more eyeballs you can get onto it, yeah. the more people will see it and, you know, resonate with it, etc. So Yeah. And, you know, chances are it's like, oh, maybe this isn't right for me, but oh my gosh, you should do this. And then you send it to a friend. That's how it goes. Um, all right, so we're going to just take a few more quick messages for our questions, not messages, questions. Francie, you want to unmute, unmute yourself? Hi, and thank you, Teresa, and thank you, Alara. Um, I had a question um, uh, for guidance for the angels about um, really healing um, lung issues and, and um, mm -hmm. just steps I can take and also is moving um, maybe one of those steps is necessary. You mean moving house? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So one of the, th oh man, one of the things I'm seeing for you is that you are one of those healers that's like a sponge. So I see all of these old emotions, almost like little um, magnet metal filings around your lungs. So it's like all of this energy is just magnetized to your lungs and it's very little of it is yours. You've done so much of your own work clearing your own emotional body. But what it feels like is you've taken on your entire family's emotional stuff for them so that they didn't have to go through it and feel it to the degree that they would have otherwise. Does this resonate for you at all? Yes. Yes, it does. Okay. 
Yeah. So this is a lot of what is it's, it's so impacted around your lungs that your lungs can't expand. And so I, I also see that there might be a mold remedi remediation issue in your, in the space where you are. Does that feel true? I'm, I'm thinking so. Yeah. I'm wondering about that, but yeah. yeah. So it feels like that might be also, but, um, but first things first, Archangel Raphael is, is asking, are you okay with working on this right now? Yes. So this is for all of us because all of the sensitive people in the world take on other people's emotions for them, especially when there's so much global shifting. So we're just going to invite Archangel Raphael into our experience. And so if you would like to experience healing with Raphael in this way, just say yes in whatever way feels good to you. Good. And what I see Raphael doing is there's all of this green light being beamed into your lungs. So they're glowing green with this beautiful emerald green healing energy. So he's strengthening your lungs from the inside out, expanding them with this energy. And then your guardian angels and Raphael's team of medical angels, they're coming in and they're combing all of these shards of emotions away from the lungs. So they just want you to keep breathing in. Breathe into your solar plexus, the belly. Breathe in there. And they're going to just continue for a second or two. It's going really quickly. You've done so much of your own work here. So this is just all of the stuff. And, and just know that Every one of these people came in perfectly suited also to move through what they needed to move through. So you're not doing anyone a disservice or being disloyal by releasing these things for them. You're actually helping them in all directions of time, all of the generations to stand on their own two feet within their soul even more. And you have, there are, I think there's a grandmother, there's a grandmother energy. So it's either grandmother or great grandmother energy who did the same thing. And so she's actually being cleared as you're doing this and she's dancing with joy because she feels so much lighter. Beautiful. Okay. So Archangel Gabriel is now surrounding your lungs with white protective light so that they have a chance to just adapt to this new way of being. And Francie, what, what I'm seeing for you is that grounding cord exercise that we did before when, when they showed, I think it was joy, how to ground down. They want you to start doing that. And then notice throughout the day when you start to lose your grounding a little bit, because that will tell you when you're starting to take in energies that are not yours again. So what I see Arch Archangel Raphael is saying for all of you who have been present with this healing today and who have asked for the same thing tonight, as you sleep, Archangel Raphael will be beaming beautiful emerald healing light. If that's okay with you to your body, all of your bodies, all of the layers um, to support this change in your whole system. How does that feel to you, friends? Oh, wonderful. I, I started to get chills when you said that. Good. 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 Okay. Now just breathe into your lungs again. Take a deep breath into your lungs. How do, how do they feel? It feels clearer. Okay. Good. 
guys. Good. Good. Okay. You should have more space. And they're showing me that as you, it's almost like because they haven't been able to expand as much, they, you know, when you don't work a muscle, it sort of kind of gets a little bit flatter. They're showing me that your lungs will continue as you take these breaths to expand. So you'll be feeling more space in your chest cavity. Awesome. Thank you so much for this, for bringing. Oh, no, thank you. Thank you. Many blessings. Yeah, thank you, Fancy. I'm going, I've been yawning throughout the whole process. <laughs> Goodness. All right. So there was a question from Kat. Sorry, Kat. I missed it. Um, and she's asking if you could please read her children. Number one has developed ticks and number two has tummy aches. And she says, we've seen doctors, but I believe there's karmic reasons. So it does feel important for you to, to be able to rule out things for them. So, you know, if you're not done seeing doctors, it feels important to continue because it feels like, well, Laura's yawning. Um, oh, yeah, so yeah. it's true. So it, but it feels important to, um, to be able to know what it's not so that you can work more energetically. Um, your children are very sensitive to what's going on in the world. So the, the child with the ticks feels very sensitive to the collective and the child with the tummy aches feel, feels very sensitive to the earth energy. So also knowing that about them and teaching them how to manage their own energy in the face of other energies that could be encroaching their field feels really important. And for number two, how to work with the earth, maybe showing how to ground, how to drop a grounding cord or how to hug a tree or lay on the crown and really have that communication. And to know that sometimes if there's something like a tummy ache or something like that, there's earthquakes happening somewhere. Like, what is it for you? You know, just to understand that so that you can move into the space of saying, oh, earth is going through some changes and that tummy ache doesn't have to keep speaking to you. You know where you need to put your energy, okay. Or if it's having some changes, I need to just set intentions for the greatest possible outcome or whatever it is that that, that child feels called to do, maybe placing the hands on the earth so that the tummy ache doesn't have to keep coming as the message. Thank you. All right, Eileen, <clears throat> you wanna unmute yourself. Oh, there's Eileen. <laughs> I didn't want to miss this. Hi, love. <laughs> Sorry I came late. Hi. Wow. So I've been um, going through a lot of change, as most of us are, um, from this isolation to suddenly feeling like I'm being overwhelmed by energy yeah. um, because it was so quiet for so long. And I'm having trouble managing the energy because it's, it's such, uh, mm -hmm. I feel like I ricocheted from one place to another. And it helps that I'm writing a book, but it's not the answer. Yeah. Yeah, I've, I've been hearing this a lot from people, especially from people near where you live because the energy is so overwhelming there. Um, there are a couple of things coming. I had somebody come to me the other day and say that they had um, they had gone out 
for a haircut and and just like they came home crying because it was just so much energy and um what feels important for you is to they're saying never forget that you were the maestro that's what they're saying and what i'm seeing for you is that in all of your creative projects in all of your endeavors in just your day-to-day -day life what you have the ability to do is take all of these energies that are disparate all of them that may be overwhelming and i literally see you with like just doing this and turning them into music so it's almost like you can play these energies like music you can turn them into something beautiful in your own system and use them as fuel and inspiration um and that feels like the next level of your evolution too. It's like having all of that quiet time helped you to figure out how to do that from inside on an even deeper level. And now it's like, how can I take the external stimulus and create it in that same way and, and weave it into something beautiful and harmonious? Yeah, I just have another quick question. I'm going over some old music that I wrote eight or nine or 10 years ago. And I can't match the rhythm anymore. Mm -hmm. The rhythm has changed. Mm -hmm. The rhythm of the earth has changed. And so I either have to rewrite those songs or I have to figure out a way that I can play along with it because it doesn't match. Mm -hmm. It is the wildest thing I've ever been through. The rhythm of the earth has completely changed. You are right. Good observation and um, a little bit of a detour, but you might create something even more beautiful than you ever imagined through that process. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you, Aileen. Good luck with that. Thank you. <laughs> create, create, create. We love music. <laughs> awesome. All right, get in, get in. Last question. Hi. Hi. It's so beautiful to be with you guys. You as well. I've been seeing your smiling face the whole time. <laughs> I've been doing that for 18 years in my business with my customers, but one year and a half I'm away because my place is closed. So I'm used to smile. So <laughs> back in the morning. I am I think I'm missing my wings to fly. Mm. Hmm. Okay. Was there, was there anything else? Was there a specific question around that? I feel myself stuck. I don't know what is next for me okay. because I don't want to go back to the work that I was doing. I have a coffee shop, but, but the thing is I am so attached with people. Like people are comfortable to, to talk to me, even friends and everybody is comfortable to talk to me. So and I know that I am very good energy for them too, because I give them a lot of love and smile and make them joy. But is this my path? Is it going to be my path? Mm, beautiful question. So there's your angels are showing me that you're not missing your wings. They're right there. What's happening at the moment though, is they're coming out, they're becoming even bigger. And they've always been there, but you're not always comfortable with them because it's almost like I have these wings. I'm going to the coffee shop. I have to put them under my sweater, <laughs> you know? And so what it feels like is they're becoming bigger. There's an, something 
something new unfolding in you, a new part of the energy of you. It's you're becoming more in touch with parts of yourself that you haven't been in touch with from all of this time of, of quiet and being in your own presence. And so there's something in you that's calling to you that wants to emerge. So going back in the same exact way it was before is not feeling right to you because there's something new. So either if you do choose to go back to that, there's going to be something new that comes with it or you're detouring into something completely different. And it just feels like you're not stuck. You're in the process of unfolding. You're in the process, like the caterpillar goes into the cocoon. And so you're already becoming the butterfly, but your wings are now growing. And it's like, by the time that cocoon opens, you'll know who you are and how you're supposed to show up. But for right now, there's two things. They want you to stay grounded. They want you to stay hydrated. So drink enough water. And there's three things. And they want you to focus on what makes you happy, what brings you joy, what makes you, you know how you bring happiness to everyone else, what brings it to you. And there's an element here, and there was before somebody else shared too, there's an element here I feel of like this longing for community, but for so long you've been the one holding it together for everyone else. So I feel like for now, you're also calling in your community of people who can hold you the way you've held everyone else your whole life. Yes. And the thing is, like, I've, the way I feel stuck, it's because I'm trying to sell my, my business to be able to travel. And I feel like I have the calling to go out there to reach women and children to put some joy in their face. But always the financial, you know, it's I need to find something and if I am able to sell my business and we, we start to travel, like I have projects to reach children that they need to laugh. They need to be joyful because it's not their fault that they came to this world and there is war, there is refugees, there is many things. So I am a genocide survivor, like mm. my, my ancestors. So I know how it feels for people that they came from this kind of things. So traumas, yeah. women, this is what I want to do. Am I going to be able to do that? Yes, 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 yes. You are a hundred thousand percent supported by the heavens in, in everything that you are wanting to do. So do not for one moment, let the thought in that this might not happen. So which angel to call to sell the business? Who is going to help? Good question. Ariel, Archangel Ariel, what they're showing me is it's going to take a very special person to purchase this business because not only are they purchasing the business, they're purchasing all of the beautiful energy that you put into it. And it doesn't mean it's going to take longer, but it means the right person is being groomed for the, to take over the job right now. Thank you so much. Thank you, Karen. Thank you. Just posted. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Um, wow. Great mission, great project. I love it. So right. see Diane's comment in the chat also. You might want to connect with Diane. Yeah, Diane says, I know who can help her financially. <laughs> can I speak, Alara? Go ahead, Diane. Hi. Um, yeah, I'm a member of Connected, Connecting Consciousness in London. I don't know if you know about Simon Parks. 
he he's going to be given uh, quite a large sum of money and anyone that's a member he only wants an A4 paper with a list of bullet points of what their project is. He will help them if there's problems with the councils or whatever, but it's their project to run, but he will back it. Wow. So yeah, so if if, um, if Garim wants to connect with me, I can. All right. So what, what was your organization, Connected Consciousness? Yeah. Yeah. So okay. if, if you, if the, um, the, the um, website is simonparks.com. Mm -hmm. Awesome. It doesn't mention anything on there, I don't think, about this. So it's because I, you've got to be in the group that meets. Uh -huh. okay. <coughs> Melissa knows who Simon Parks is. I've never heard of Simon Parks, but okay, awesome. Good. So reach out, connect, you know. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you so much, Diane. Exciting. Yeah. And that that is how synchronicity works. <laughs> and that's how community works, right? That is how community works. And that is how when you when you embody your voice and you speak your vision and you speak your truth and you're not afraid to share it in places where people can hold you the way you hold others, magic starts to happen. Mm -hmm. And this is how it happened. Mm -hmm. I love it. Beautiful. Um, okay, so so right wow um this has been so much fun so Teresa, we have a special offer package obviously um so let me see let's talk about that it's available at alara.at forward slash show forward slash Teresa four i'm just going to put the link in the chat it's so you want to tell us what's in the, there's two packages two special offers package a and b mm -hmm. i'm just looking because it looks like they both say a but I okay. see oh, yeah, yeah, the yeah, button yeah. set up right. Okay, <laughs> we're all good. Um, so, so package A, there's there's three different items. It's the Miracles Everyday Meditation Package, and it's three different meditations to really help you to shift your energy daily. So you don't have to use them every day. You can use them as often as you want, but they will absolutely help you to strengthen and renew your entire system so that you can be more in alignment with your truth and the flow of miracles. So that's really exciting um, because this is our year for that. And then item two is the visioning your year workshop. So at any point during the year, you can create your vision. You can change your vision. You can update your vision board or create a new one. And so this workshop is really a deep dive into that process. And it's a three-part workshop. And part one is creating clarity and alignment. And then the second is expression and visiting. And the third is building and sharing. And so that is the big, the big boost to how do I want to feel, right? This is actually so you can see something day to day that will remind you of those feelings. And then the third thing is the Opening to Miracles three-part series that is pre-recorded. And there are three parts to this where you'll be working with really your entire system, physical, mental, emotional, spiritual, to get yourself back into alignment with the flow of miracles. And part one is cultivating your life force. Part two is clearing the channel. And part three is living more alive. And I have to say that there are so many practices in this series that you can use day to day that 
shift energy very, very quickly and with ease. And then package B is all of those things and a one-on-one angel reading with yours truly by phone. And it's recorded. So you get it to keep forever and ever. Um, And in those readings, they're super fun and they're very powerful, very much like we're doing here today, but for an extended period of time where we get to take a deep dive with your energy and the angels and, and sort of explore what's coming up for you, what your questions are, and how to move forward from there. Thank you. That was, it's a, it's a great, wonderful package with lots of resources. And, you know, the thing is, you know, the, um, the Visioning Your Year workshop, it doesn't just start on January 1st. It's mm-hmm. anytime, anytime you want to create a new vision for your life. It's anytime, right? So definitely... <clears throat> That I out. update my vision board like every day <laughs> and I also create new ones for different things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and the three-part series, the meditation package, and you know, if you choose package B, the one-on-one angel reading with Teresa, well, you just saw how accurate she was today with everybody. It's like, oh my God, amazing. Those angels know what they're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> and Deborah says, if you have never had a reading with Teresa and the angel, I strongly encourage you to treat yourself to one as soon as possible. Oh, totally mm-hmm. agree. That Teresa's tapped in, connected. Yeah, she's she's got the she's got the stuff coming through. I love it. Um, so again, those two packages are available at alar.at four slash show four slash Teresa four. And um, yeah, okay. Well, at least that is. Okay, all the links are fine. <laughs> like I was having issues, technical issues, and so some stuff worked and some stuff didn't. So I will try and fix that up later today. When it I... looks fine, it's just an A where a B should be. That's it. One place. Yeah. Everything else. Is fine. <laughs> Good. Awesome. All right. So, um, do the angels have any last words of wisdom for us? How we? What? What do we need to do to move forward? Where do we go from here? Where we go from here is inside of us and and not in the way we hear all the time. It's really about embracing more of who we truly are. What is calling to us now? Not what called to us in 2019, you know, in 1972. What is calling to us now? Because we are tuning forks to the heavens, but we're also tuning forks to the earth. And what we're doing is merging those energies and what's coming out of us is, is what exactly and who exactly we are in the face of the changes that are happening, you know, and we've seen so many times today, people said, I'm being called to something new, to something different. And how by embracing more of ourselves and standing in that and saying, I don't care what anybody thinks, this is who I am. And this is what I need to do. That's how we will change the world. So that's really the important thing is is when you find something that you think other people aren't going to like, be that anyway, because it's who you are and it's what the world needs right now. Oh, that's beautiful. I love that message. I had a, an insight this morning when I was doing my meditation about something and I'm like, I don't know. Ah. <laughs> you know, I had this idea come up and I, you know, I was going to tell my husband, but I was like, oh, he's going to like poo poo it. So it's like, I'm not going to just keep it to myself for now and then see how I feel about it. And then, you know, this last message, just like, yeah, who cares what other people think and whatever, if you feel like that's you and, you know, go for it. Right. And don't, don't let other people stop you in any way and don't let yourself stop you. Right. So our, our biggest, you know, 
stoppers are not other people actually it's us okay it's us we stop ourselves the most even before other people get a chance to we stop ourselves so please please stop stopping yourself okay just go ahead do what feels good do what feels right but um do what feels joyful you know do what lights you up it might be the stupidest thing you know like <laughs> i started baking recently right so it's part of the baking but much more involved than in that but it's like um is that really a thing do i do you know like should i do that blah, blah. you know what if it feels good do it right you know and it's it's not stupid no matter what we do it's important because everyone who eats what alara bakes gets the healing energy that she puts in through her hands gets the love that she's and the dedication and the devotion and and that's what translates that's what actually feeds sensitives right that's why grandma could feed you the crappiest food on earth if it's a family favorite but the love that she put in is what fed you yeah exactly. and so that's really important for us to remember also beautiful thank you oh my goodness so yeah wonderful wisdom throughout the call so please you know you know go back and watch or listen wonderful processes there were at least two processes so please go you know do those as well and a lot of the messages are for all of us right they're not just for the person who asked the question they're for all of us the, the you know like when Teresa was talking to get in i think at the very end you know the message about you know being yourself do what brings you joy you know, and, and do what lights you up and whatever else you said, I forget now, Teresa, but all of that is for all of us, you know, every day, you know? So yeah, loving our food, absolutely, always. Yes, absolutely. And you know, you know, like, <laughs> I just have so much fun doing these shows. I never want to stop, but I, I have to go eat dinner because I didn't get a chance to eat dinner before. <laughs> yeah, but in me, it's 10.30. Yeah, and you? nobody likes me when I'm hungry. <laughs> nobody likes me when I'm hungry. Oh my God, I don't like me when I'm hungry. <laughs> but this has been so much fun, Teresa. Oh my God, the you know everything is perfect. So thank you, thank you, thank you, thank, thank you, everybody, for, for all your questions. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, you're always welcome. The angels are always here, you know, um, and they're always welcome, of course, as well. So it's like, yeah, thank you. It's such a so much fun. <laughs> it was so much fun. I just loved it. So thank you, and I'm glad you're doing better. I'm glad you're doing better. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. So much love to everybody. Thank you all. Thank you, everyone. Until next time, may you continue to be blessed with an abundance of joy, peace, love, happiness, prosperity, and radiant health. Sending you all much love and blessings always. Bye for now. And love. Love you. Love you. Love you too, Linda. Yay. Now your, your audio is no problem, eh? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you all. Bye. Thank you. Have fun tomorrow, Dwayne. Oh, I'm excited. Thank you for all the joy. Oh, you're so welcome. Thank you. All right, everyone. Bye for now. Love y'all.